The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 149 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Nikki Robinson. And I'm Devin Green. Coming up in less than three weeks, the Science Museum of Oklahoma is holding a day-long celebration of curiosity and creativity. Tinkerfest 2018 takes place on September 29th, and here to talk about it are Chris Seifert and Clint Stone. Welcome, guys. Thanks yeah. for having us. We're so thrilled to have you. I hope I you guys know that I'm getting goosebumps just thinking of Tinkerfest. Right? I am so excited. It's because exciting. why are you so excited? Because tell them. Because I, tell I'm, I'm part of it. Yes. You're part of it how? I. We get to do things. We get to do things? <laughs> we get to do things and like I don't know. show I, how I, to I, make I've stuff. I've elected we'll myself for so many things. We're I don't know which one you're talking about. There we're, we're, go. We're going, to, we're going to part C of this podcast. Let's go to part A. Yeah. All right, we tell our listeners what what the heck is Tinkerfest, Chris? All right, so Tinkerfest is a day where we get to bring people out and let them try different things that they haven't done before. Uh, tinkering, what that really is. Uh, one of my friends best summed it up to me as uh, coming to the end of our understanding and figuring out how to move forward from there. Ah, uh, when you have wow. one foot firmly planted in 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 stabilization one foot firmly planted in chaos yeah and we doing that leap from what i know to what i don't know exactly and we think about that that's really how all learning has always taken place uh when you think all the way back to uh uh mendel and he was working on uh figuring out genetics Mm -hmm. he was just taking parts uh pollen from one plant and placing them in another plant and Seeing if he could get a taller one. And the same mm-hmm. with the Wright brothers. They had a bike shop, and they're like, what else can we do with this? <laughs> can we, put can we fly with these bikes? I mean, yeah. And they, yeah. It's, it's also taking, and, and I love that, because it is, it's taking the knowledge that you have, and how do I make something practical out of or that new. knowledge? Or new. Yeah, it's obviously going to be new, because anything you create is, is obviously new. But it's taking knowledge. I've got, I know something about something. Now, how do I make that real? Right. Where I have an idea of something, and I have this small little base to jump off of. Yeah. And which, it's, I think it's fascinating. Which is the great... Okay, I'm going to go And you do it with tangent. your paws. That's the thing. This is what is great about people that tinker is because they're jacks of all trades. And so they always have a jumping off point. They never start from scratch. They always have something to fall back on of something that they've done in the past. So if you're a jack of all trades, master of none, that's perfect. That's fantastic. <laughs> that is the best thing to be in life. Either that or a bard. Yes. Uh, so. <laughs> True story. Um, so, so what are you expecting here at Tinkerfest? Uh, first off, it's, it's September 29th. Yes, it'll be uh, Saturday, September 29th at the Science Museum from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m., and we are going to be having 65 different activities 
uh, all spread throughout the museum. There is no way to be able to do all those activities. Yeah, there is. Sure. Time yourself. Sure. It, it would be a challenge. It would be a challenge. Run. I challenge a listener if they can do all those things. I will we'll find give, something. We'll cool give them a prize. Yeah. We'll find something cool for them. Huh? Tinkerfest speedrun strats. Yeah. Right. Thinking, yeah, you know, it's, 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 it's like it's, Comic-Con on a smaller scale, but still, you make every activity, you get something. No, it's, <laughs> it's seven hours. Uh, you know, you spend six minutes at each one. <laughs> you got to divide hour. it up, and you're using your math skills to figure this, out how much is, time you have for each thing. This is the little insight into Michael's Griswold vacation. That's <laughs> right. We have six minutes to go to... We have six to minutes to at this McDonald's. Go. Go. Stop enjoying We don't that. have times to pee. We, we two, have four two, minutes two, to pull two. on this drive out and look out. Look at the view now. <laughs> Take a picture. All right, let's go. Um, yeah. So, it, but but I mean, so and the, the great thing though is there's going to be so many activities that you don't have to go to all of them. You go to the ones that you're interested in. There's going to be something that you're interested in. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, we have r- this really big hodgepodge of different things in in any way in which we can be creative we are trying to engage with that as much as possible Uh, and it's really driven by the community more than anything though Uh, we will be having two vehicles on site that have been donated uh, by uh, Carter Carter Chevrolet Chevrolet. and we will be letting people just take those apart (gasps) yes so if you've never gotten to get your hands inside of this is my engine of a car you can do that eight year old dream because when I was oh, eight or nine. This is my dream ever since I saw Real Genius. This is my yeah. child. This <laughs> is my Take child apart a car. My dad had put it in someone's old, room. Old Mustang. I had he to build my first touch car. It. And I wanted to take it apart so bad. Yeah, I think taking things but apart then putting is... it together. I, that's, I didn't, that, my eight-year-old self didn't think about putting it back right, together. Yeah. I just wanted to take it apart. Yeah. See, and that's, all children. <laughs> that's all children, yes. And here's the thing. My eight-year-old self did think, oh, I'd have to put that back together. <laughs> See, yeah, that's true. My <laughs> See, dad I was thinking, through. like, I want to take this apart and then make something else out of it. There you go. That's Because that's I want, spirit. because in my brain, I was like, there's a motor in there. I have a bike. Yeah. Somehow that, I can put I these two things yeah. That is what tinkering yeah. is all about. You know, sometimes you have to destroy something, take a few pieces from there. Maybe it's going to become something else. Yeah. I mean, we're taking apart two cars. We're taking apart tons of electronics. Oh, yeah. And, oh, that, that was and hopefully we'll emerge with a Old jetpack. electronics was my one of my favorite things to take apart. Because like, we could get them at the thrift store mm-hmm. for like 25 cents, you know, I you could you somehow go. make twenty five. I cents. will make a perpetual motion machine out and of this. I will solve the world's problem machine. with this keyboard. Cold fusion will happen in my kitchen, <laughs> <laughs> if only for a minute. But yeah, I mean that's the beauty of it is just oh, we I, I love what that. It's a day of letting loose and just indulging in curiosity. My favorite is, is taking things apart and then putting it back together, and it works. But then you still have a few screws left. Like you're like, ah, they weren't needed anyway. That's it's working. Life. Like I made this more efficient. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I use less material to make the exact same thing. These screws are like the appendix, <laughs> <laughs> the spleen, the prehensile tail. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so that floating rib that randomly happens right? in some people, you know, it just happens. So totally. what else we got? We got two cars. What else we got there? Well, uh, we've also got on the subject of mechanical things, uh, the Amazium from Bentonville uh, 
uh, out in uh, Arkansas. What? They are going to be bringing Cranky Contraptions, which is a way to build wood mechanical toys using bent wire and uh, little bits of blocks of wood with holes in them and a couple of other uh, odds and ends to make things that'll move when you uh, spin the wire. Uh, okay, that's which is like your basics of engineering right, right there. Oh, I'm so excited! I have two kids, so I have a nine-year-old and twelve-year-old. My nine-year-old absolutely loves to tinker. She has taken a box, taken apart an Xbox. She has taken apart anything that I will <laughs> allow her to take apart. She's in robotics at school, like so that she'll be totally. And it's like analog. It's analog electronic right there. The Tinkering with the wood yeah. and the wire. Yeah. So, what did you like, say was bringing the cars? Uh, Carter Chevrolet Carter is bringing the cars. Shout, so we, shout out! Yeah, Woo-woo. they're Thank pretty you. fantastic. They've got a couple mechanics who'll be here helping us along oh, the so way, good. Uh, pulling that car apart. But you mentioned kind of putting things back together. Mm-hmm. We have a, a friend from uh, a Boston Science Museum who's going to come and say that soldering is for everyone. I oh, would yeah. love, oh, yeah. I would love that so too. Bas- oh my gosh! So basically, ed- educating people on how to use a soldering gun and how to how to the the best way to make sure because it, it's it's it seems dangerous, but it's actually it's if you once you know how to use it, it's, it's very safe. hot. Yeah, you have to do you have to do look out for you know the sure. burn it's warnings. Same, yeah, same, same, <laughs> thing, same thing with hot glue yeah. guns. Yeah, exper- it's a little I've, hot. Some experiments have gone wrong. But- yeah. It is very hot, and there is always potential for a, a slight injury. But at the same time, there has to be a little bit of a risk sometimes. Really, you got to have real that reward. risk for that reward. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, uh, on that subject with soldering, uh, I work in our uh, tinkering garage at the Science Museum, and I've taught uh, children nine, ten years old how to solder, and I've had uh, had them leave, and then they come back as part of our. Uh, our summer camp program and tell me that they build robots at home and they've started getting into the 3d printing and it all started from that there which if you're a cosplayer soldering's a great skill to have especially if you want to do any sort of led electronic work into your costume and speaking of that the oklahoma ghostbusters will be joining yes our very own gino Young. He has been a good friend of mine for many, many years, and he is just the best. Funny story, I was at the zoo yesterday, was and there? Chase picked up the phone and goes, hey, Gino, and I had just been talking to him on, um, <laughs> on Marco Polo. I was like, are you talking to Gino Younger? And he's like, yeah, and I was like, so. And there, there are it's others, a tiny world, there and for listeners, you know who Chase is. Which they're yeah. all fantastic. All the Ghostbusters yeah. are fantastic, and there's... My and kids. they build their own proton packs. Yep, that's one. Of, I think that's one of the initiation uh, things. You have to build your build your own proton pack. I know Annie. They took one look at hers and went, "You're in." Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, it is a functioning proton pack that she built herself. It's just she it's really so amazing to see what people can build. When, I take when, her with the ghost tours when we go to these right? events. <laughs> Let's like do with the Ghostbusters. Well, there's also the the the, the OKC R two D two that they'll have. The, the anyone those people who build the droids. I mean, it's amazing. Oh, those the, droids. Are fantastic. They're, they're, you know, and granted, mm-hmm. they're not autonomous like are the droids in Star Wars. But the fact that they actually were still able to build them is amazing. You know, and it's, it just all comes from just tinkering, just oh. how to how to make things work. Oh, definitely. And a lot of these, uh, I'm going to use the word kids because they are a lot of these kids, eight years old, nine years mm-hmm. old. They are building robots. Thirty-one years old. Thirty-one year old. Yeah. They're still kids. Yeah. I'm, we we will have a lot of these kids out with us first, actually guiding. Probably a lot of people older than them. I know there the will probably be kids robots. that know more than I do. 
Yeah. And I'll be like, what are you, what are you, show me how you did that, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. that's great. That's like and it, so it spans all ages. Because, like, they're, the what, great thing about tinkering and the great thing about anyone passionate about anything, whether you're nine or 31, is you don't care, oh, they're younger than me. I'm, they're not going to be able to teach me anything. My daughter has taught me things. I'm like, all right. I have a really, my daughter loves to bake, which we totally view as a science, you know? Oh, totally. Because we weigh, weigh, you know, the the ingredients and everything. And the book we were using, it's a British book. And so they word things a little differently. And I was like, we need sodium bicarbonate. And I was like, (laughs) I remember this Where do we get this? And she goes, mom, it's baking soda. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I have baking soda. Yeah. But she knew that. In Britain, they call it called sodium bicarbonate. I had no idea. Genius. <laughs> yeah, well, and of course, just recently, the Science Museum of Oklahoma had talk about baking and yeast and and and, and the chemical reactions. Yeah. 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 Right. Smart Twenty One. Yeah, yeah. Smart Twenty One. Yeah, yeah there is really science in everything. Sure. And uh, one of the things that I'm most excited about right now is actually fondant. And, oh, uh, fondant. Uh, <laughs> the decorating. But do you things. like the way it tastes? I, you know what? I love to I make do. cakes, but I do not like to eat cake. Oh, right. no. Okay. You, you know, so my daughter's the same. She doesn't same. like chocolate. Yeah, same thing. And weird. Like I know she she's a yeah. weird kid, but she loves baking. And she's like the first thing she made. It was, okay, she watches the Great British Baking Show. We do too. And yeah, she loves Mary Berry, so we got Mary Berry's cookbook. And the first thing she made was a Dutch chocolate cake. She doesn't like cake. I mean, she doesn't like chocolate, but that was the first thing she picked. And she goes, and you be- she goes because it's the hardest to, to tell if it's done or not. And so oh, she was challenging right? herself. That's like the people who want to make macarons. It's I mean, like either yeah. you want She's to like, or you don't. But it's I'm going to do the hardest thing possible and I'm not going to eat it, but it's going to be good. <laughs> I'm that girl. I'm that girl. Oh, is that the hardest thing to bake ever? Yes, I'll do it. That See, is actually a perfect segue into uh, something else I wanted to take a second to talk yeah. about. Please. Is that... Uh, so when, when we talk about tinkering, uh, a lot of the times we get really focused on the the mechanical of things, mm-hmm. uh, but you can engage with it in, in many different ways. And cooking is really one of those ways that everyone at some point in their life uh, engages with tinkering mm-hmm. uh, as, a, as a form of learning. And on the subject of cakes, there's actually a group called Sweet Bites. That's bites as in computer bites, not uh, taking mm. a bite of something. Uh, that's going to be bringing out some foam cakes and then professional cake decorating equipment and icing and is oh, going wow. to allow people to try their hand at decorating cakes without Which any is, of the risk of cooking it and it going oh, poorly. Foam, yeah. so it's a foam cake. So yes. they're not actual yeah. cakes. So you can actually decorate uh-huh. without having to you worry try, about it. And you don't have to worry so, about it. So they'll be able to like do the try and do the little roses and stuff. Because I've seen those done on the baking shows and they look. It's hard. Yeah. Finicky. I don't know if finicky is the right word it's for difficult. it. It's difficult. Sure. Yeah, and I'm I'm honestly not f- too familiar with how the process works myself. That's one of the reasons I'm so excited for well, it. Well, and exactly. Again, exactly. We, we, it's, it's that combination of it is tinkering and it's also chemistry. I mean, it's very, like, you have all baking, even icing depends yeah. on humidity, like your conditions, oh God, your ingredients, humidity. everything. Everything sure. would die if it was. And that's the one. Clint the has a look on his face. <laughs> oh, like he learned. He I'm learned really about baking ex- and, oh, yeah. and, so and climate. Uh, I'm really excited about piping. 
Right? Uh, able to pipe uh, there on the cake. Yeah, which, I know. Um, and it's, yes. It's just oh, the funnest thing to do. So which, cool. I mean, like the difference between like using buttercream or royal icing mm-hmm. or in this and that. I mean, mm-hmm. it has different mm-hmm. effects. Like buttercream's not going to harden. But royal icing, if you want it to look cool and have a really cool design, you'll use royal icing and yeah. it will harden. Doesn't taste very good, in my opinion. But, you know, you can get some really cool, like, detailed work yeah. with royal icing. Yeah, you, you, are, you are hitting me right, you like, right now. Yes, yes. Yeah. And of course, I've watched a about lot of great British baking shows. <laughs> right. the, I delivered a cup of sugar Season four to my just dropped on Netflix. So. Yeah, and when you talk about uh, the science of baking, uh, you know, I, I've lived in Colorado for a little while, and being up in the Mile High City, you have to, you can't bake things the same way they are saying mm-hmm. in the cooking books. Well, that's why they always say if you're above so many thousand yeah. feet yeah, on the, the boxes, boxes. The boxes <laughs> do it at this high stage. altitude directions include, yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, there's, there's, there is science even involved in baking. There's most science people think about. Everything. Everything. What was great was like when we were making our cake, I was just like, Where's the directions? They're like, you have to read it. I was like, there's no pictures. <laughs> Jane, how many, how am I Jane supposed to know how many eggs? Eye. Oh, yeah. Jane, Jane will let me know when I am Being. a complete moron. Yeah. She'll <laughs> give me that side that's eye. What, like, that's what kids are for. Jane's how? side eye is epic. How are you, my mother? And she's usually right. See, we're there to embarrass them. They're there to, like, to keep us Jane's in line. just there to make us look bad. That's she it. really is. Jane, really. Jane, yes, forever. She's incredible, yeah. So what else is going on yeah. at, at Tinkerfest? Well, uh, I feel like on so this much. baking theme, I want to bring up uh, Kevin Blankenship, a random breakfast. He will actually be guiding kids through pancake art. Oh. Actually mm. making... You have my whole heart at Oh, yes. Art. Making anything you can imagine out oh, of pancakes. pancakes. Millennium Falcon pancake. Yes. Done. Yeah. The uh, Pennywise pancake. Yeah, Ooh. you can probably do that as well. Terrifying, sure. but well, delicious. Like, a lot. I notice a lot of these things are what my kids are watching on YouTube. Like they will watch these things for hours on YouTube. Of, especially like the pancake making thing. They'll just and then flip it over, and then it's picture. And like my daughter will watch those all the time. And so like for them to be able to take this media that they see and they think it's only like a YouTube thing and be able to realize, oh, I can do this in real life. You know, that's going to be such a great like eye opener, I think, for them, because a lot of I mean, I remember when I was a kid and I was watching Reading Rainbow. Oh my gosh. And then they it had a Star Trek episode where they went on set on Star Trek and I realized that it was a job and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm going to be a, I'm going to be an actress. I'm going to be an <laughs> actress and I'm going to work on Star Trek." But then I didn't realize the the thought of like, "Oh, season, you know, series is end." <laughs> Never entered my mind. I was going to be on Star Trek well, on the Star next Trek. generation, Captain Picard and and Jordy and Worf and Data are all going to be my best friends. Like, that and was my plan. They canceled by the time you were three. Yeah. Well, no, I, no, I was like 10. <laughs> I was going to say, remember. <laughs> I know. Yeah, really. I was yeah. like f- seven when I saw that episode. It came out the year I graduated high school. YouTube so. videos are great for this because they yeah. can yeah. get us started in exploring things. Like, I don't know how many kids have made slime in different oh, recipes. Oh, my daughter watches the slime I, things. I, I oh, just recently exactly. found out about the slime and thing. And she already like, like critiques people on YouTube because she's watched so many of them. She's like, they put too much activator in that. I love it. And she's like, oh, it's That's too like runny. That's like the, um, the Dragon's Breath. We did it yesterday at September Fest. Yes. And 
all the kids were like, oh, this is like the coolest thing. And I'm like, this is a thing? Like, yeah. I... I didn't they know. Have that yeah. at the mall. It's a social media big deal. Kids will see these social media the posts and, and these YouTubes, <laughs> and they'll do uh, a lot of these things. But there's some things that you just you, you can't do by watching a YouTube video mm-hmm. and and just repeating, like um, right. like building a doghouse. Oh yes, oh. So that that's a thing that's that'll a be thing? going on. Yeah, building a dog. The uh, Bella SPCA is going to be coming out oh, with yeah. uh, oh. some puppies doing. We're gonna event. have puppies. And yes, and oh my god, puppies that okay, need homes. Guys, I won't puppies, be at the table. Oh, don't tell me that. We'll, I just bought a house <laughs> with a big yard. With a big yard. Uh, Francis Tuttle will be coming out, uh, and they will be helping uh, anyone who comes up with constructing these dog houses. That is, the, so oh, they'll be not amazing. only. So is there going to be more of like building things as well is besides just mechanics? So there's going to be, is there going to be more building things as well? Well, yeah. that's carpentry oh, wow. oh, right there. So. Yeah. Uh, and because in, ad- in addition to uh, building the dog houses, they're going to also have a uh, station where people can just saw boards and affix those together and, and oh. whichever oh, way man, they want to try. Oh, man, I will spend hours. You know how long I spend with the giant Legos at the Science Museum? Uh, like, yes. it is ridiculous how long. Me and a bunch of kids, like, I felt. Actually, it was when me and you, you went. with me. We were, were at the, the, we were interviewing and, you for the hair and I and I was the and I just the, I just left and saw the. I rest was the of project the manager and I enlisted a bunch of kids me. for no pay. So like I'm sure I'm gonna get. Some <laughs> it had trouble. Stairs. There was stairs. It had, stairs. It had a TV and yep. a chair. A couch. And, yeah, it was pretty. It was pretty. Legit. It was intense. See, that's pretty fantastic. <laughs> but sometimes you can build with very little too. We'll have yeah. uh, Norman Firehouse out. Building oh. with just aluminum foil, making alum, aluminum foil oh, creations. I love the Tiny little, awesome. wonderful little critters. And like aluminum, Fantastic. what's great about aluminum foil is like that's the base for so much sculpting. Exactly. And so like if you can get that down, sculpting's going to be fine. You're well, fine. Yeah, and it's a great cheap medium to start and it's very easy to use. You know, so yeah, so what, you can get there and then next thing you know. So what, what, what can you make out of aluminum foil? Anything. Uh, About like, anything you can imagine. Little birds. Hats. Hats. Boats. That's amazing. Giant NES houses. controllers. NES <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, Chris, I th- can you just tell them a little bit about your, that? All right. Because so <laughs> I got to witness it, and it was magical. This is a little bit of a... a, a, a shameless self-promotion. One of the things I've built that's going to be here at our Tinkerfest is a four-foot by eight-foot long... Uh, or just shy of that in both directions, but made from a sheet of plywood that large. An NES controller made out of that, copper tape, poster board, uh, aluminum foil, some wire, and something called a Makey Makey, which lets you use pretty much anything conductive for computer input. No, really, it plays Mario. It is magical. Oh, Does yeah. it really work? Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We played it at Smo 21. Like, like, you had That's to drag fantastic. me away. I was, you know, the cheesemongers are fine. I was like, I'll be Does one person have to do directions because it's so big? And then oh, the other person press the That is the goal. Yeah. yeah, it's a, it's uh, a cooperative experience. Two people on one controller. Oh, wow. I love We that. watched relationships fail that night. It was great. <laughs> Divorces. There was yelling, place, crying. crying. No, oh, yes. Friendships really were made cool. and broken right. at the same time. No, it, it was, was incredible. one couple who... Uh, in the process of playing through the game, every time that uh, that 
Mario would die. One of them would stop and glare at the other one. Right? I think I walked past that couple on the way to the, the mystery room. I was like, Whoa. like this is all this your is intense. Fault. Yeah, <laughs> that is fantastic. But no, it's 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 worth it's it's worth the price of admission just to, <laughs> just to see that. It's awesome. Oh my gosh! It's just to awesome, people Chris. watch yeah. would be great. Yeah. On the subject of uh, price of admission, in case we haven't said this yet, this right. is a completely free day, day for anyone to come out. Uh, so it's on really September. worth the price of I am so glad <laughs> I like spiked and said that, and you totally nailed it. Yes. Boom. But, teamwork. You know, we, we have a lot of partners who make this possible. Mm. Oklahoma, NSF, EPSCOR uh, really made this whole event possible for everyone to come in with no admission. We had uh, additional support from Express Employment International and many other uh, uh, sponsors, including Boeing, Tinker uh, Federal Credit Union, who will actually, you can tinker with your savings bank that oh, day. Wow. And then of course, Carter <laughs> Chevrolet. That sounds dangerous. <laughs> oh, I guess, I guess actually the building one. The way you one. said it, I was like, whoa, I don't know if I want to. That's, that's where clarification. Tinker Federal Credit Union is, is actually my bank. Wonderful. They're my bank too. They're yeah. wonderful yeah. to yeah. us. They're great. They're and, um, great now, EPSCOR, what, who is that? EPSCOR is uh, from the National Science Foundation in Ooh. Oklahoma. It is, encourages people to uh, find and get involved in everything that can come from science and discovery. Nice. Something that is being, seems like it's it's going further away, and I don't quite understand why. Is people are, are like, it's, it's science is just being kind of poo-pooed recently, and I don't necessarily understand why. Like you Because... You feel uh, like it was ever like encouraged? It's, yeah, like, I don't. Well, nerds I mean, were shoved in lockers. I'm so. Well, that's true. But for a while there, it seemed like the the you know there was that that need for for science and realization that science is part of everything. What were we talking about? With everything yeah, like, you do, <laughs> everything is the cars yeah, you drive, the roads we drive on, the the food we eat, everything is all about science. Science is in everything, and right now the importance of STEM could not be greater. No. Science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, not just for us, but more importantly for our kids right now, a lot of the folks that we hope will come in and, and get involved in Tinker, uh, Tinkerfest and this idea of building and such, the jobs that they'll have in the future will rely so much on it. So it is so important. Yeah, you've got it. And you've got to get it from day one. They're going to exactly. have to fix yeah. this world. Yeah, Sorry, that, guys. I'm, I'm hoping for the centennials to come up and actually oh, do something. Do it. I when teach I'm, them. Yeah, when great. we're old, we need somebody to they're be doing awesome. this. They're awesome. They want yeah. to make it better, yeah, and my, they will. Our kids, you know, yeah, they're mm -hmm. fantastic. They, hopefully, they'll save the world. Truth, <laughs> Jane <laughs> leading the way. I was side eyeing the entire time. Side eyeing everyone mm -hmm. that's in our way. So what else? What With else we got going on? At, at, what are we doing at Tinkerfest? We're doing something. We're doing something, and you guys should come see us. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, yes. do you want to spoil it all? I'll tell no. you. But no, but no, but we hey will guys, be there. Guys, we will be the, there as the participants. Podcast will be there, and uh, you guys should come find our table and yes. sit down, and uh, and we'll show you wonderful things. There we go, because because it's important. And you might see podcaster emeritus <clears throat> Josh Unruh. Josh Unruh. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. And the boy. Yeah. The boy, mm -hmm. which is mm -hmm. you might also see our friends Elijah Bailey at, oh, all, yeah. at all, and uh, you might see our buddies at Red Six and Gold, the Golden Crow. Yeah, we're still working out getting everybody there. I mean, we are there, there are corralling. still some finishing touches. We are guys, you guys our buddies is hurting cats. There certainly so. are. Um, we, we talked a lot about the science and stuff, and tinkering is very much science, but it's also the arts. Uh, 
of course, we have a lot of our friends from Allied Arts helping us out as well. Ah, um, Norman nice. Firehouse being one that I mentioned earlier. But there will be ways that you can combine science and art together. I know mm-hmm. we have two artists right off the top of my head, Kelsius Collins and uh, Alan KHG, who will uh, be doing something that I'm very excited about, making toys. Making toys in two very different ways. Yes. Very cool. So Alan's medium is uh, using repurposed toys. And if you are not familiar with his Muses for a Nightmare, <laughs> take a moment, go look those up. Does they he- are wonderful. And if uh, ev- everyone has seen Toy Story, some of these creations are, are things like what Sid like would have created. Like the spider doll? Yes. No. Very, yeah. Does he it's make in the that suitcases? same vein, that same spirit. Does he make the suitcases full of doll parts? Suitcases full of doll parts. Do you remember those? I'm not sure if he makes those. They had them at, what was that cool shop in Plaza for like five minutes? Anyway, (laughs) my brother walks by, sees five of them, and he's like, so the nightmares are extra, or they just come with? (laughs) Because, yeah, it was like suitcases full of old, creepy doll doll parts. Well, he definitely makes But they were very aesthetically, like, pleasing. I mean, not pleasing in a Joel Peter Whitkin way, not in a, like, but they were really compelling yeah it's almost certain that he makes suitcases of doll parts one way or another either by <laughs> art or by accident poor, throwing, throwing poor guy if he it. gets pulled over is what you're saying yeah and yeah i'm not then uh, no they're dolls i swear yeah they're not babies so kelsius collins he works in resin primarily one of my favorite things that i've seen that he has oh. done is a self-portrait in action figure form that's fantastic. Uh, Resin's always something I wanted to get into, but then there's a lot of chemistry so involved. So we need to get him. I'm just we need to get him to come to our that, table, Michael. Yeah. And that is a great way to uh, come out and learn a little bit about that chemistry and that process mm-hmm. of how it works. And so we can make a lot of these things more accessible. Yes. And that's one of the things, especially cosplayers. Sorry, I used to do this a lot. Because... Uh, with cosplay, a lot of props and stuff you can't buy. You have to make them yourself. And so tinkering is the only way to do it. Right. And if mm-hmm. you have this leg up of someone showing you the process and you're ha- having to remake something f- almost six times, that's, yes, that's a personal story. Uh, <laughs> you know, that would be great. And because you always have to find, if, it's difficult to find experts in these kind of niche little fields. And so when they all gathered together, that's your best opportunity. Yeah. And when you're talking about things like making aluminum foil, mm-hmm. uh, you're talking about working in resin, you're talking about working in soldering. All these things are part of the cosplay oh, yeah. experience. That's you're what talking I, was, about. Yeah. I, I keep on going back to cosplay, but I mean, it's, yeah. it, it's my wheelhouse. And it is a great place to talk about making and tinkering together mm-hmm. uh, to ride along on the... Uh, coattails of cosplay. Let's talk for just a minute about 3D printing. Oh, oh yeah. You are boy. reading my mind right here, Chris. Yeah, go. <laughs> well, go. Pro- Professional Image 3D is a company up in Tulsa who they are at uh, the Tulsa Mini Maker Fair last year, which has now been upgraded to a full uh, one of just a few maker fairs, full maker fairs in the nation. They, they were there just... Uh, a few weeks ago, and they're going to be at our Tinkerfest, uh, letting people get hands-on with some 3D scanning. Uh, And they will have a few different 3D printers there going and Mm -hmm. uh, all sorts of parts. Uh, And if you don't know, we have one at the museum going all the time in in your area in in Tinkerworks. So um, 
If you ever just want to see one work. So I do have a quick question about 3D printing. Absolutely. Uh, I know when they first came out, they were rather expensive, but aren't they starting to get a lot cheaper and a lot more accessible now? Yes. Uh, So that's one of the really great things about them is we are, we are starting to hit this, uh, this, they can't really get much cheaper point Mm -hmm. because they are, uh, but they're getting the, the within the, printers. like, I can save for a year, year and a half or so and be oh. able to get a decent one. Less than that. Yeah. Really? Less than that. The, yeah, they're no longer for less prohibited. Television now. There is a company uh, called Creality that makes an, uh, an printer model called the Ender 3 that uh, comes in at around $200. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It I is a solid that. machine. It does require a little bit of uh, working with it and tinkering mm-hmm. with it to get it uh really consistent mm-hmm. um and that that company is actually completely open source oh wow uh, all of the files for it that's something fantastic and for those Very that don't awesome. know open source is where anyone can upload i'm assuming like plans a and plan. like uh mm-hmm. what, what are they called 3d mo- the model the the program that well, has the, the 3d it's model the coding that allows it's it to, the, yeah it's the pattern for those yeah, <laughs> yeah they have all yes, the files for the parts up yeah. on github yeah. and you can just download those and anything that breaks on it, you can easily just replace it. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas uh, in another situation, you might have to figure out how can I get a replacement part, and it would be a very expensive thing to mm-hmm. do. Right. By uh, the way, Michael, you've been asking about a certain thing being made by 3D printers. Yes. That's the dude you want to I ask. know. See, uh, miniatures. I play the indie. Oh, boy. I want. My man. I think I just saw now. you guys become best friends, That's and right. it was beautiful. So. Um, yes. I, yeah. I, it's, I, it's really easy to make these these little miniatures. Well, on. and they're open I can't source find too, right? a female halfling monk then anywhere. You make, then right. You design it. And uh, as someone who is very, very much into D&D and mini painting and, and all of that stuff. That's something I've been looking at for myself for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, so there are, we're, we're going to go off on a, a very short tangent here. Yes, but you go off on a long tangent. You're in a room. You're, of, you're in. You're you're in a family. You're in a room of friends. I just got Dragon Heist the module, so I'm very excited. Oh, awesome! <laughs> well, there are a couple of types of 3D printing out there. Uh, there, and the two that uh, at the consumer level that we're we're most familiar with and you're most likely to see are something called FDM, uh, which is uh, filament deposition modeling, and something called uh, SLA or, or uh, DLP. SLA is stereolithography, and if I get DLP wrong, I'm so sorry, but if I remember right, it's digital light projection. Uh, and the, the way that these two work, uh, FDM is the most common one, and you are melting down a plastic filament, and you are squirting it out a layer at a time and mm-hmm. slowly building up an object. And with all 3D printing, you're building layer by layer. Uh, the problem with it when we're talking about miniatures is that the layer thickness that you have there uh, really starts to show up on a large model that you make some, um, say you make a Batman cowl that fits your own head, uh, which is something that you can do with 3D scanning, 3D printing. Well, that you can easily sand out a lot of those those layer lines and you're not going to notice that anymore. And once you paint it, we're all good. But when we're talking about D&D miniatures, uh, on the other hand. You need something... I assume you need a medium that's very thin and fine to be yeah. able to make smaller layers so you wouldn't have you that, yeah. that texture. And with, with FDM, you you can, 
if you do a whole lot of work and you, you modify your printer just right, you can get miniatures that are at the very least passable to use if you only need a, a, a one-off copy of a, a miniature to use for a thing. But if you want to do it for the art's sake, that's when you're going to want to step into something called SLA and DLP printing. And those type of printers um, are a little more expensive. Uh, they use a photosensitive resin and ultraviolet light in order oh. to cure mm. that resin uh, a layer at a time. But here, even though we have those layers, they are much more fine. And uh, the the difference between uh, SLA and DLP, because I've, I've, I've denoted those as being two separate things, SLA uses a laser that comes along and hits every single part of the layer then DLP uses a digital digital projector to create the image. Uh, SLA is going to, generally speaking, provide a better a better final product that you've created, uh, especially for miniatures. It will mm -hmm. take a little bit longer than DLP because you have to trace the entire layer with it, whereas with a projector, you can project a layer at a time. Right. That's Beautiful. amazing. That's See, that's, and I, I, I saw one guy so who had them, and and he had uh, we had Sunercon, and he was just throwing people miniatures. Somebody goes, oh, I'm playing a Tabaxi uh, rogue or a monk or something. Like that. Oh, well, here you got one of those. Throwing those for you. Wow. Because he's just at yeah. home. He's just printing up miniature minis. I mean, and which is fantastic. Of course, they were had not been painted. You have to go in and actually have to paint because they're all they are is a plastic resin. But isn't that oh, the yeah. joy though? Yeah. Oh, I you know when I was a kid and I played D&D and I had all my friends who had minis and they painted them and and I was always really shaky and I was never really good at that artistic. So I never did that. Well, recently I've returned to D&D after a 30-year hiatus and mm -hmm. I was given the the minis and I I was like, "Yeah, I really want to paint them. I want to try painting them." And I have found the love and relaxation of painting miniatures. <laughs> I've never you. knew. I'm not good at it. They're I'm not doing good. that with math. But it is such a calm experience. It yeah. Is just, yeah. I and found, this is just a rando. Um, one of my artist friends showed me a program that you can, you, it's best on like an iPad where you can use a pen, but it's basically a harmonograph. So like you start it on a vector and it moves like because it moves it in a regular. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. It's the most soothing thing ever. Because yeah. I mean, I already love doing the harmonograph, which is a feature in our museum. It's a, um, it's a pendulum table, but it's weighted differently on each side. So you'd never get a, like a perfect it's circle. It's always a different. It's, 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 you can set the pattern to a point, yeah. but it's kind of always going to be a surprise. And it's really in, in like, one, it's incredibly soothing to watch, and it's really rewarding to do, but it also is always fun because you never quite know what it's going to do, and this replicates that on a, yeah. a computer screen. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was super cool. Yeah. So, anyway. Well, on, the, uh, on that subject of painting for just a minute, that because you were talking about how soothing it is, yeah. and I agree. I use that as a, a great way to de-stress is just painting mm -hmm. on uh, on these really tiny things. And... Uh, I thought when I first got into that hobby that there would be no way I would have the patience for it. <laughs> I know, that's where exactly. And it's, uh, if, yeah. if you haven't done it and you've, and, and you've thought about it and you thought, oh, it's that's going to be so hard, give it a try, please. Yeah. It's not much to get started. Um, and it's not, it's not, you don't have of, to be perfect at and it. And you it, don't it, have exactly. to have a lot of paint. Is, is, I think a lot of the, the problem is it's like with everything else. There are people out there who are perfect. They're artists at it. And those are the, the ones you usually see. And and so if people get discouraged from doing it mm -hmm. because they see all these 
perfect work. They're like, there's no way I would be able to. And of course, the worst thing is they do their first one and go, it doesn't look like that incredible, you know, the one right. in, the, in the window, you know, at, at Game HQ. Mm-hmm. And it won't. And it it's won't. not going to be like that. But it's yours. Yes. Yeah. And it and and I am so proud when I pull out my mini and that's the character I'm playing. And it's there's there's a sense of pride to that. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you keep talking about calming and, it, and it's reminding me of something, Chris. We have a therapy alpaca coming to uh, <gasps> excuse me no way really? what the uh what's a therapy alpaca you uh, get to pet it and an feel alpaca better alpaca that soothes you yeah we we will have the the mustang creek alpacas um there there has been a uh slight change along the way we were going to have a triple l adventures ranch but they had some problems uh come up and they have uh have a couple of, of therapy alpacas but we uh will still have uh the mustang creek alpacas coming out um, we, we won't be able to pet these guys, unfortunately, but they will be there and they will be absolutely adorable. And if you're wondering right now, how on earth do alpacas fit into tinkering along the way? That really gets us into this whole... Are we going into weaving? Uh, are we going in, in a couple <laughs> steps? Are we getting goats? I think I see the end product here, mm-hmm. but goats. That's the end product. <laughs> Go uh, on. Greatest of all time. So, Clint and I have certain feelings about goats, and I we like think goats. they should be involved in everything. Hey, goats no, are great okay, hold, if hold, you yeah. have. Hold on, let's really let's, let's go back to what we are <laughs> yeah. talking about here. So alpacas, goats. Yeah, so so alpacas. Uh, the, the reason alpacas are, pro, uh, are are present at an event like Tinkerfest is one they represent a, a really cool part of the community that I didn't even realize until just a, a little over a year ago how present alpaca farmers are in Oklahoma. Oh yeah. And they are a lot of different products can be made from uh, alpaca wool. And so they will have fibers there that you can get your hands on and uh, they'll have uh, nothing will be sold at the event, but they will have products made from alpaca wool there. I met one of the fiber artists at September Fest yesterday. My she said she'd see us at September. So they're going to be there. And that's but if nothing else, you get information about that. Right. Right. And then that leads us on to another activity that's happening. Called uh, spinning. Yeah. Spinning. Yes. The, I, oh, yes. I, I know about this. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. The, the Oklahoma History Center will be coming out and they are going to be letting people spin wool into yarn. Uh-huh. And so. Which is much more and difficult. If you, it's hard, but soothing. It is the most soothing thing because. Uh, Once you get a rhythm. It's my like ex sister in law, she would spin her own yarn. And so she had this double pedal spindle. And you just sit there, and you have to keep this tension just right, and like pull the pull the fibers, but you can't pull the fibers too much, or else it'll break, and then you'll end up with these tiny knots. And it's 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 okay to fail horribly at it. It's okay. Be, yeah, that's something. Be ready to fail horribly tinkering. at it, but be ready to be calmed and fail and, t- and, t- and take the lesson and fail better next time. You know, alpaca hair isn't the only thing that you can spin. You uh, spin anything that's fibrous. Sp- cat hair. Much. Records too. Yeah, oh. yeah. we're gonna have some DJs. Oh, look at I, Tegan. Look yeah, look at the segue did. there. You uh, are the king of the segue. <laughs> Double entendre. Ah, uh, and, uh, and of course you can't actually write a segue at the. That's <laughs> true. You can't write a segue. I just segue to segue. Oh, oh, you like tripled down on the segue. Very meta. So yes, Whoa. that's true. So, yeah. Uh, spinning records. So so we're gonna have DJs there. Yeah, we're going to have. Uh, Actually, a lot of music, musical things going on. So, uh, how many ocarinas? Just <laughs> ocarinas. That, that's a uh, 
a very common thing that we 3D print in our <laughs> That in our happens museum. a lot at yeah. the museum. Is it yes. because of Zelda? Yes, oh, of it course. is. Yeah. Absolutely. No. Yes. And uh, but on the subject of of uh, DJs, we're we're going to have three who are going to be there. Uh, we'll have uh, DJ Dennis D Rock. We will have Jojo McNeil, and then uh, Calvin, who uh, I believe he goes by as the DJ. So <laughs> he, all of them are going to be letting people get hands on with. DJing, using records and, and other to, things like to that. They're gonna let them touch their yes. deck. Can I yes. freestyle? All I can think of is put the needle on the rec, put the needle on the rec, put the needle on the rec, and the drum beat goes like All this. I can yeah. think of is don't touch the mic, baby, don't come near it. But <laughs> I think two, it turns in the wars over and peace time and Glorian stories. Star Wars historians deep in debate buffet play at Bennigan's. Nice. That was uh was it Fetz Vet? Yeah. <laughs> we, I, you, do you see how I found my people? Oh, yes, I understand. I mean, do you Talk see why I love going to work every this day? This is why I love the Science Museum of Oklahoma. Uh-huh. So we're also going to have a, a couple of people who do uh, music production, and I'm just looking at their names here real quick. Uh, but we will have uh, Someday Now Music. Uh, who will be helping people use math to create music on computers, which is oh, a wow. really cool thing. Cool. We'll have the uh, Oklahoma Theremin Society making uh-huh. music with instruments you don't actually what? touch. Yep. Okay. Oh, yes, I've seen that. I need to tell someone about that. And then the uh, on that note, the Oklahoma City Philharmonic is going to be coming out <gasps> uh, during the latter half of the day. They will be bringing a musical instrument playground where you can get get your hands on and try just about any sort of instrument that they have. Oh, we wow. love the OKC Phil. Cool. Yeah. That's, that's so much fun. My son's going to yeah. love that. He was in orchestra and he played the cello. Ooh, well, we'll have... Arsenius Corbishley here showing how to make <gasps> violins as well. Oh, we're having Corbishley coming? We are. Yay! How to make violins. Sorry, yes, if, you, if you don't know, find him at Tinkerfest. He's fabulous. He's, yeah, anyway. So is there going to be like a program? <laughs> we will have maps available at the door okay. for everyone, and we are going to have maps posted on uh, all the monitors throughout the building. Uh, because it is a very big place, and there's a lot that can be missed on a day like yeah. this. And sure. we do have people with shirts on that say staff, and they'll be happy to help you find it. And Absolutely. it can also be fun just to uh, stumble it upon yes. your own adventure. Stumbling is a great way to find things. It will. It will be an adventure. Museum, I think yes. for those people who've never been to the Science Museum of Oklahoma, it's a great opportunity uh, to, and it's just it's just the cost to, to enter the museum, right? It, it's, it's free yeah. uh, thanks to Oklahoma NSF EPSCOR that day, as well as our other sponsors, Express Employment International. Yeah, this is your day to really check it out. It's, it's free, free to all. Just for, free, you're free to get well, in the museum completely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. oh, wow. Completely wow. free day. Uh, we will have buses helping uh, get you to the museum shuttle uh, once uh, the parking lot gets full because uh, it's going yes. it's it's to be kind of full. If you've never if been to the Science Museum, you can... To, Today, uh, I actually went to go pick up uh, Devin at the zoo, and there was overflow at the zoo. There was over, um, they, they were overflowing into the museum, which was overflowing into Remington. Right. That's wonderful. At the Adventure District, the Adventure Zone is the Adventure District. That's a zone. That's yeah. A the Adventure District is really bustling poppin'. right now. It's, now, it's a great place and to be. And Tinkerfest was our was was the record last year. Right. I, it set a record. Tinkerfest yeah. was the biggest day in Science Museum Oklahoma history. We had 7,440 people come in. We had a little bit of a contest before. We should put money on how much this year. That's it's too bad. Folks, you know, we're going to beat that. 12, I think so. Right 12314. Chris is very good at predicting. So he, <laughs> he 
almost hit the nail on the head last year and figure out how many people we'd have. I was Chris, off by only 61. How many people? Am I way off, Can you Chris? guess now, or do you want to wait until we get closer to the date? Uh if, it, uh, if anyone from the museum ends up listening to this and takes my number when we put down our bets, I'm going to be upset. Uh, but we'll I'm going to go for uh, at least 8,001. That's my hope at least. I, I'm always conservative with my You're like the guy on estimates. The Price is Right that I that does the $1 over just to I'm screw like, people over. Well, I think I think that's a good guess. I, I think. I think 12. 12? Wow, 12? Why not? How many people does the go big or go home? How many people do you think it could fit what, in there? Well, th this is a great, great thing about the day. Is it just as it take place in the building? We'll have things in the parking lot before you even come into the building. Oh. Oh. Uh, experiences in the gardens hopefully as well. It's not raining. So, you know, hopefully it's not raining, but hopefully it's nice and cool like this. But we've already been tracking the weather. <laughs> you know, sixty days into the future. At one point, I think it's, it's only supposed to be oh. still in the upper eighties. Is what I saw. I mean, it's so eighty upper eighties, ninety. That'd be which nice. Is, which would be which is for for Oklahoma September. That's about right. Mm, yeah. Which would be great. Um, with no the rain only only lovely. in the evening is what I saw the last. That's exactly what we saw as well. So we're hoping that we can get the. Uh, the car is out of the way, the bubbles out, put up, everything that was outdoors, <laughs> back indoors before the rain comes, if it does come. But it's looking like it's going to be an ideal day for not just activities indoors, but outdoors as well. It would be Fantastic. cool and overcast would be beautiful for, for the outdoor activities. It would be yes. wonderful. so excited. It's incredible, and it's just amazing that, that you guys, how, long, how, many, how many years have you done this? This is our this second is, year doing okay. this. So, so last year was the first year? Mm-hmm. And you got seventy four hundred people. Yep. You're gonna blow so eight thousand people this, away. There's was no this way. Your, was this your brainchild, or was this a committee? I know that you are the organizer. At least I've been referring to you as that in the <laughs> email. So, so hope that's accurate. Yeah. Um. But was this your brainchild? Not at all. Uh, Tinkerfest is a thing that uh, that has been done at numerous museums uh, in numerous states, uh, for the most part across the South. Um, I. The first Tinkerfest I went to was uh, the Scott Family Amazium's first Tinkerfest out in Bentonville, and they were holding a Tinkerfest before oh. they even had a building to ha have people so inside cool. of. And uh, that's that's where I've really had my experience with these things. And there is no party that you'll ever get to go to that's quite like what a Tinkerfest is. Amen. And yeah. it all goes back to what Michael mentioned earlier about the importance of science and yeah. getting involved early and not just for the child to be excited about science or discovery or in really what, a yes. lot of this is engineering, but the whole family to have those experiences together. Right. So. And to understand that science is not bland, dry facts. It is actively engaging in the world that's, that's right what science is, science is a verb it's yeah exactly yeah. you do science yeah. you do yeah. science, science all or you place. science it yeah exactly go, so agreed science all over this and thing very cool <laughs> <laughs> i love that now okay so uh, we're running out of time but i want to just what else just give me some lists of other things that are uh, going to be going on we'll, we'll know be you got a list tinkering there. with the uh intangible we'll have aha from tulsa there doing something actually called tinkering with the intangible We'll have uh, Ethan Builds here, which Ethan is an eight-year-old. He may be nine uh, by now. Who will actually be building with people with Legos as part of a uh, self-esteem anti-bullying uh, oh, wow. activity. Awesome. Um, we have um, uh, the bicycle uh, 
Oklahoma Bicycle Society out here yes. taking apart bicycles. It's Woo-hoo! so important that when something breaks down, we know how to fix it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a great place to start with that is your own bicycles. Um, so they'll be taking those apart and putting I those could, back together. I could benefit from that. Uh, yeah. City of Edmond Parks and Recreation is going to be coming out and doing a fluid painting activity oh uh, using different colors of painting in cups on paint canvases uh, and create neat galactic looking designs. Where yeah. Oh, that's fun. Museum of Discovery and our friend at the Scott Family Museum uh, in Arkansas. Both of them are coming in and guiding us through uh, activities as well. Yes. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, large bubbles. There is things. There are things for people of all ages and all interests. We yeah. have Mahogany Prime Steakhouse. Um, that's Mahogany. Ad- Sorry, yeah. I had to do a. A reference. No, one, reference. No, no one Dragon Ball Z bridge. No, no, that's a. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Hunger Games reference. Oh, <laughs> I was like, nobody got that. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. The listeners will understand and they'll think it's hilarious because I am hilarious. So go on. You are hilarious. What's Mahogany doing? Mahogany's doing edible slime. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, my daughter's going to lose her. Yeah, it's going to be a really and fun And she's going to bring me some and make me want to eat it. And yeah, she's, make, she's going to like, make me eat it. it. And I'll be like, I But that's okay. Then the Spirit Wind Kids Ranch is going to be coming out doing a uh, STEM Renewable Energies activity. Oh, wow. Yeah, uh, that's something that they focus yes. on a lot. That's cool. Strong, that's yes. Wonderful. So there are, there are things that are very relevant. And then there are things that are just kind of a little fun. bit fun yeah. and out there. The... Uh, the pancake art is one of the things that I just think is fantastic. But if you want to be involved in the community and right. build a, a dog house for a little puppy who needs a home and maybe even adopt him to, if you want to go in and uh, learn about theremins or, or 3D printing yeah. or uh, bones. candle making, bones. Well, so uh, oh, well, we bones. got both of them at the it same time. Not- I accidentally, I was trying to, uh, well, segue from there. Uh, so let's talk about both of those. Uh, so, uh, Catherine is a uh, local artist who is going to be working with uh, wax and teaching pe- people how to make dip candles. Oh, that's so So that's going to be a lot of fun. And then we'll also have the uh, Museum of Osteology yes. is going to be present doing an activity that focuses on uh, locomotion and animal skeletons and then oh. habitat uh uh, habitat placement for different uh, for different animals based nice. on their skeletons. So that's oh, going to be wow. really fun. They're wonderful folks. We Which have amazing, a plastic yeah. fusion as well. Uh, actually, uh, building new things out of those old plastic bags. Oh, is that, that the stuff that we see in the Tinker Tinkerworks? Works? Yeah, the yeah. hats yeah. and the bags. Hats, bags. If I don't get a bag out of the steel, I'm going to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I'm going to make one on my own time. With John. So anyway, <laughs> but I have that privilege. On that subject of plastic fusion, this is something that is really easy that you guys could do at your home right now. Uh, you could just get a couple of uh, like Walmart or Target sacks, any sort of little plastic sacks, uh, put down a, a layer of cardboard and parchment paper, put the, uh, put those plastic bags down, then another layer of parchment paper, and then take a uh, iron, just a normal clothes iron, heat it up, and press it along the top and you've now fused those into one piece so you can make this piece of plastic very thick and it will start getting more and more sturdy you can leave it thinner where it's more flexible uh, this sounds like a great use for cosplay i was absolutely dude i'm like wallets and bags yeah yes. my one of my uh really good friends and co-worker uh john who works at the museum in our tinkerworks area he 
for the longest time was carrying around this uh, wallet that he had just made out of various plastic bags. I have even heard about this wallet. Yeah, complete with slots for cards and everything. Oh my gosh. So much effort went into this thing. There's some very, and and just if you, when you're there, look in the cabinets, there's some of that stuff and it's really neat. That's amazing. So you Mm -hmm. you can actually, so the, the best way to, reuse when we're talking about reduce reuse recycle i mean that's something that i don't especially because you was plastic bags you can't if you're if you're doing the recycling program in oklahoma city you cannot recycle plastic bags and the reason is they get caught up in the machinery they it just it jams yeah so you don't so you cannot put that in the recycling bin but if you can take that and actually but you can make wallets for all your family like, members you can for make Christmas shirts, bags on and the wallets. out of them. Yeah. Start now. And, and <laughs> yeah, bags. You could actually make. Uh, you could make any. Once, once you're talking about, because uh, you, you, you could use a hairdryer to, to to mold it, so you could mm-hmm. make it into any shape you want. It becomes a thermal plastic. Tracker. Yes, exactly. And we, yeah, we've had people has. make uh, cat ears before on the subject of doing cosplay. Oh, wow. So people one. have done that uh, with and these. And those are super them. in right now, kids. Like, if Plus, you're looking for Christmas gifts. It's reusing something that we should not be, well, probably using in the first place, which is those plastic bags. But Preach. they're there. And we're all using them. The other day, I was so upset because I went to Walmart. And I didn't have my, my KOSU bag. And I'm like, I didn't go to Walmart. I'm going to have to use a plastic same. bag. Darn it. Yeah. Grocer. But but yeah. we, we we you know we store we we do reuse those we, we store them and, and and reuse them for other things as well, yes. um, but being able to use them for plastic as plastic fusion mm-hmm. that's a wonderful idea mm-hmm. yeah and, idea. and it's something that's accessible you have probably all of those things in your house right now yep. everyone has that big bag of plastic bags the bag of bags throw them away because they don't, don't want to feel, feel bad gross yeah right. you feel guilty that I used but what it. are you gonna yeah exactly it's it's your it's your shame bag it's your bag <laughs> of shame it's your reminder why you take your reusable bags in the car Yes. They're my doggy walking bags. Yeah, and those too. That's that's really they're great. My, they're my kitty bags. We, we, Kimberly, my thing. my wife cut out a, a carton of milk, and and then we stuffed them in there, and we got those in every one of our uh, cabinets, so that nice. whenever we we need them, that we can always just pull out a plastic bag for that, or if we've got wet clothes uh, when we go but swimming, now those are always really you good. can make clothes out of them. We could make clothes out of them, which would be cool. Yeah, or hats. Cat ears. Hats count as clothes. We could make pointed ears like elf ears. <gasps> Joan would freak right out. That was it. I think, yes. okay, so that's okay. it. My goal oh, is to make that's not it. <laughs> it's going to be done what else we got? What really we got? fast. You know, uh, just to make the, this whole day possible, one thing that I haven't mentioned is we have a whole lot of volunteers. Oh, the, yes. This day takes, you know, more than 100, well over 100 volunteers to, to make it possible. People from local businesses, schools, kids, um, we, we are able to do this really big community day because of folks out in the community and, uh, again, our, our, our sponsors who make this all possible. Yes, right. a huge shout out to them. I know working volunteers, they're long hours, they're fun hours, but you are exhausted at the end and we all appreciate sure. you and your time you put you, you in. Yes, we it's, couldn't do it without you. Where can people find out more information on this? They can go to our website, sciencemuseumok.org, and then uh, go to the program sections and move on down to Tinkerfest. It'll tell you all about uh, what's happening that day. Mm-hmm. Does that also have a list of the sponsors that are on there mm-hmm. as well? I believe it does. Okay. Uh, yes. But I'll go over those sponsors one more yes, time. Uh, Oklahoma NSF EPSCOR. We've got Express Employment International, 
Boeing, Tinker Federal Credit Union, Carter Chevrolet, and Allied Arts. A uh, big thank you to all of them for making this day possible. That's right. Yes. Because I wouldn't be possible without these people stepping forward and putting their money down to make this a free day so that everybody can enjoy it. And people, I, they understand the need for uh, science, technology, engineering, even arts and math. It, this is important. And Max. they understand that this yeah. is the future for them as well. This 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 means something to them as well because they're, it's the true. next generation of kids that are coming up. It's yeah. true. It's and a big also, fun day, but it's it's also that first experience mm-hmm. and what they may be doing uh, 10 years from now, yeah. 20 years from now, 30 years from now. You might find your thing, your passion. Mm-hmm. I might find my thing. I might no. finally find I'm, my... No. I figure out what I want to be when I grow <laughs> right? up. Right? We're never going to figure that no. out. And on that note, also check the calendar because we have some other really cool stuff yes. coming up. Yeah, and we'll be talking really about that soon. very soon. And we'll talk about as well. that soon. So, That's awesome. Spoilers. Keep some secrets, Devin. I Jeez. Am, I'm the one that won't tell anyone what uh, we're doing. 9 no. to 4, September 29th. 9 to 4, September 29th. That's a Saturday. Our parking lot will fill up. Mm-hmm. There will be shuttles to get you over. Please come explore with us that day. It's going to yeah. be fantastic. Thank you so very much for stopping by. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. So that's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our website at okigeek.com, also on Twitter and Facebook at Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And uh, for the, uh, do you guys, do you, I know you have Twitter, Facebook. Tell me about all about that for, for Science Museum. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Those are all great ways to find us. Uh, Science Museum, okay. Very simple. Nikki. You can find me at Retro Robinson on Twitter, and I also run the Okie Geek podcast Facebook page, and I will upload random videos and probably talk about nonsense at some point. Yeah, because <laughs> okay, okay, we'll try it needs to go up. Oh, yeah. We've there got go. some okay, okay, we'll try it videos that are coming soon. Yeah. Yes. Also. It'd be really great for Tinkerfest. Oh. oh. Okay, we yeah. have, we're okay, going to have we'll many more. Okay, we'll try it. Videos coming. There you go. Um, mini, mini. Mini. Okay, you can we'll find me on Twitter at Weva. That's Whiskey Unicorn Victor Victor Alpha. But more importantly, check my Twitter and the Okie Geek because we have a challenge going on right now mm-hmm. that is I, I promised I, and I already did, bought 10 copies of the Curbside Chronicle. And guys, that's 10 tickets to the zoo. So with that... I challenge you to buy 10 or more copies. Picks or it didn't happen. And we have prizes for the winners, which we will be announcing on the um, next episode. Yeah, I think so. No, 14th. 14th yeah, right now the 14th. Yeah. Yeah. So you have a, you have some time. So it's next go month. out there and spend 20 bucks. That's that's le- that's less than two people in the getting in the zoo. Get 10 tickets to the zoo at least and help our friends Marty Piercy and Nathan Poppy because they're wonderful humans. They are. And the and curbside, the curbside is, very is awesome. Yeah, yeah it's, it's an incredible. And all, and all the curbside guys are awesome. So right. there you go. Uh, you can also find me at KOSU Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Chris Seifert and Clint Stone, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Nikki Robinson. I'm Devin Green. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on.